Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Wolves versus Liverpool in the Premier League. Yes, Monday night football. Um, after that impressive away win against RB Light away, quote unquote home home away from home um, performance in the Champions League against Leipzig, where we beat where we beat them four 0 on aggregate. Um, it was back to Premier League duties. This time away from home again. Uh, it was just about trying to finally find some consistency and finally get two wins in a row because I cannot remember. The last time Liverpool won two games in a row was Tottenham and West Ham. And that was like January and a lot of football has happened between the last time we won two games in a row and today. Um, Yeah, so obviously over the weekend you've seen Chelsea draw to Leeds. Leicester won comfortably, Man United won comfortably, uh, West Ham dropped points, West Ham lost, Everton lost. Um, ignore if there's any background noise right now, apologise for that, I can't control that. Um, yeah, and uh, Tottenham lost as well, so it was a chance for uh, Liverpool to kind of be in the top four race, I, 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 don't, I don't really know... It's hard to describe whether it's a top four race or not. Um, because if Liverpool were to win today, the gap closes to five. But some other teams got a game in hand. So I don't know how much of a factor that is. Um, I don't know how much of a factor that will be after next week. Because this was our final, this was our final Premier League game of the month. After this game, it's three weeks off. Um, no football game this upcoming weekend and then this international break after that. Um, I think Klopp has said he doesn't want to release any players. It might be a team bubble situation, social bubble. Um, well, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that after I've spoken about today. Um, so, yeah, let's get into the lineup and everything else. In goal, Alisson. Left-back Robertson, centre-backs Kabak Phillips, right-back Trent Alexander-Arnold. Midfield three, Gini Wijnaldum, Thiago, uh, Fabinho and Jota Salamane up front. So the exact same team as Wednesday, um, as expected. You, uh, as expected, that's what we wanted to see, the exact same team um, as Wednesday because that was the team that done really well. And obviously, this may be the start of a new centre-back partnership with Kabak and Phillips. We've constantly seen Klopp always try midfielders in CB. It hasn't worked. Just give the young lads a chance with Phillips and Kabak. Um, they kept a clean sheet at Leipzig as well. So let's see if they could do it tonight. And we'll talk about their performances as well. Um, right, so the game starts now. First off starts now. And Liverpool a little bit, I don't know, a little bit slow. Slow to the tempo. Um... The first 15 minutes anyway, it just felt like Liverpool were still in gear one where, and Wolves were trying to find gears as well. And we know Wolves' um, home record isn't great recently either. But um, they were kind of just winning the battles a little bit more and their tempo was a little bit faster. Anyways, there's a key moment in the first two minutes of the game. The uh, Wolves crossed in, a Wolves cross is whipped in. Um, Alisson calls for the ball. 
just as Phillips is about to header it. It's a very late call, by the way. But um, he tries to catch the ball, but he fumbles it. But the, then the ball falls into Semedo. He fumbles it, but the ball lands on Semedo's hand. And Allison's body weight kind of shifts to take out Semedo. Um, and then our lines is cleared. But the way it looked on, uh, uh, when I watched it live, it, it felt like to me that um, it could have been a penalty, potentially. But um, referee Craig Dawson didn't see anything of it. And that was it, really. Um, then after the first 15 minutes where Wolves were trying to find openings, Liverpool finally started to try, try and get some sort of control of the game. Um, at first we were doing this diagonal nonsense um, and I hate when we do this diagonal nonsense because it's like, ah, oh, we're too lazy to build up play. What's the easiest way to get the ball to the front three? Let's just smash diagonals in and hope. So we were seeing that quite a bit from our midfield a little bit and Trent and Robertson a little bit as well. Um, Thiago, I must say, that first half performance from him, it was, it, it was as bad as I've ever seen. And I love Thiago, but he was he was not himself at all. Like he's heavy... Heavy touches, heavy passing. He was doing all that old, all that stuff that we didn't see him do at, at RB Leipzig, and um, I don't know what was leading him to do that, to to behave and perform like that. Um, Fabinho, obviously his second game in a row playing in his natural position. Um, I don't know when I watched Fabinho today, he was like. He was playing really conservative as if he's playing to babysit the the centre-backs and you didn't really see him exert energy and he was kind of just dead to like... He was almost doing what Genie always does. He just picks up the ball and keeps it ticking but he's not there to create any fluidity. So then our whole midfield was not really helping the front three. That's why the start of any Liverpool attacks really started from our fullbacks again trying to create something but it didn't really see our midfield get involved to help the front three um but then there was a chance um Thiago gets the ball he passes it to Jota Jota plays a through ball to Sadio Mane 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 is kind of in on goal obviously Rui Patricio comes out um an informed Mane a really sharp on the ball Mane Hits this ball first time with his left foot. But Mane tries to go around the keeper. He takes a touch. And then he takes a second touch. And then the ball goes so far wide. And then he tries to cut in again. And then there's the chance is then gone, essentially. Um, and then there was another chance where um, Trent whipped a ball into Mane. Lovely through ball. No, lovely um, delivery from Trent, by the way. And Mane tries to dive and head it. Um... He should have hit the target, really, because the movement to position himself was great. And the whip on the ball was great. He should have really tested Rui Patricio. Um, Jota tried to have moments, but he never really found himself in a goal-scoring chance. And same with Salah, where we weren't really giving the ball to him, similar to RB Leipzig, where he just wasn't in the first half, where he wasn't really present. And it was looking like... And then there was a period after half an hour where 
both teams were playing really terribly, just like overhit passes, overhit touches. If you was a neutral watching from thirty to the forty fifth minute, I'm sorry, you're not seeing any quality football here. But then at right at the end of the first half, um, Mane and Salah play a one two with each other. Then Mane passes the ball to Jota. Jota hits it first time with his left foot. Um, the ball is going towards near post. Rui Patricio kind of gets a fingertip to it. But um, the ball had enough power where it goes past him into the bottom corner. 1-0 Liverpool. Yes, finally a first half goal. After 10 Premier League matches in a row where you did not see Liverpool score in the first half. Diogo Shota. I say, that's the nickname I give him. He, fight, he gets a goal against his old club, Wolves. Um, and that's what we have missed for the last three months. An instinctive forward that hits the ball. Who doesn't have to find the most perfect way to shoot. Because this is what the Firmino would constantly find themselves doing that. Same with Salah and Mane a little bit as well. They'd try to find situations where... Um, they wouldn't. They can't. They don't. They don't find it one of the best position to shoot, uh, or or they're trying to put. They're trying to create the perfect opportunity to shoot. Where Sat, where Jota only needs a half chance, and he's got, and he's gonna get that goal. And this is why Liverpool have found themselves in the position that they're in because they've missed Diogo Jota, his ruthlessness and his clinical edge at how he's able to find the uh, find the goal so easily. And that's his tenth goal in all competitions. Incredible, right? Isn't it? (laughs) Um, Obviously, three months away. But, yeah. um, Liverpool end the first half in the lead. Could you say it was undeserving? Maybe, a little bit. I know Neves had some sort of chance, I think, just after that. Um, Right at the end of the first half, ball went wide. But, uh, I'd say you need a bit of luck coming your way. You need... um, Sometimes you need an undeserving lead because this is what top teams do and that's why they stay in the top half of the table. Um, So it was nice that right at the end of the first half we get that goal. Um, Yeah, at the start of the second half, I wanted Thiago off immediately for Keitor, but um, again, Thiago was still on. And again, Thiago was still doing all this Thiago stuff where he's making tackles, Making the wrong tackles. He he found himself getting booked, by the way. He got booked for persistent fouling. Um, and yeah, the second half was like... The first half, really, where both teams are trying to find their way. Um, Wolves are using Adama Traore a lot. But anytime he got to the final third, he, they didn't really do anything on the ball. Um, Neto, we kept quiet relatively well. I think Phillips and Kabak done a good job. Um, any ball that was in the air, Phillips was just meeting it. Aerial jewels, aerial jewels, constant aerial jewels. Um, and Quebec as well. That's that. Quebec really had a good second half. Um, just anticipating. There was times where he pick up the ball and he and he drive with it before releasing it. Um, the only weaknesses again from Phillips and Quebec is their distribution with the ball. 
Um, when they try diagonals, it was constantly over here or under here. And that's what would lead Wolves to pick up possession. That's the only limitations they have. And um, if they got good, if they were, if they were amazing at it, um, Liverpool would find many ways to create attacks. But this is what we have missed Van Dijk and Gomez for. It's not just what they do defensively. It's what they can contribute on the ball. But with Phillips and Kabak, they're like defender defenders. We're like... It's almost old school like In terms of just We're not good at playing with the ball At our feet You can say Phillips is really old school And Kabak Kind of got that little nouse about him But um, On the boys They're just not really good um, And Robertson as well Robertson was a bit Lethargic second off um, He did have some good spells But I think fatigue kicked in For Robertson there was times where he's holding up the ball a little bit too long. Anytime Liverpool tried to have an attack. Same with Genie Ronaldum. Just when Genie Ronaldum found the ball in the final third, he'll take four or five touches instead of forgetting we need to create some fluidity here. But um Yeah, and then finally substitutions made. Two substitutions. Keita comes on, Thiago comes off, rightly so. Uh, Milner comes on and Genie Wijnaldum comes off and I'd almost say it was like for like really so them substitutions there I don't have any complaints with arguably I'd like or would have liked to seen Cater come on earlier but what can you do um, but yeah and then um, the final sub was Chamberlain no not the final sub sorry uh, Chamberlain was came on for who did he come on for Diogo Jota, yeah. He comes on for Diogo Jota. It's like 75th minute or something. And they make their subs as well. Um, But even then, the game kind of just lost its quality. Just like the first half where both teams are really trying to make things happen. Again, Mane had the ball in a situation where I think... I can't even remember what was happening. I think I wanted him to release the ball earlier, but he didn't do it. He went to the, he done. He made the wrong decision, and then it started some sort of counter attack, and then like the last, um, period of the game, Chamberlain passes the ball to Salah, um, Salah shoots, it goes in, but he's offside, but what we don't see is Conor Cody colliding his knee into Rui Patricio, Rui Patricio completely knocked out. Um, and then it leads to the paramedics coming onto the field. Um, again, another concussion injury, just like Raul Jimenez. Um, and he was getting treatment for about 10 minutes while the players were standing, waiting to see whether he'd be okay or not. Connor Cody feeling really bad about the situation. Um, yeah, it's just one of these freak accidents. And once again, it's happened to Wolves and it's unfortunate. And then, yeah, they had to... After 10 minutes of waiting, John Ruddy came on for Rich Patricio. So that concussion substitution thing was used. Um, and then um, we had our own... That, and, and it means Liverpool would have an extra substitution in that case, um, which we didn't use anyway. So, um, But after, after that 10-minute waiting period, Liverpool had seven minutes of added time. Um, so then it was about both teams trying to find rhythm again. Um and then Wolves kind of had some little uh, n- nearly moments. 
Like, ball was whipped in, they'd find headers, it'd fall to their strikers, but there was no whip with the delivery. So then Allison was just catching balls that were straight at him, really. Or there'll be balls that had overhit, been overhit too much. So then when they head, when they when they try to head it, it just floats in the air. Um, and yeah, Liverpool kind of get away with the poor, the really poor lack of quality up front for Wolves. Um, and then yeah, Liverpool kind of just see the game out from there, and they come away with the victory, which means Liverpool are now in sixth place. Um, it's a two clean sheets in a row, which means Kabak and Phillips might be the quote-unquote solid partnership we see between now and the end of the season, unless we see some sort of miracle recovery from Van Dijk or Gomez, which we probably won't, or even Matip, which we probably won't either. Um, yeah, so Liverpool move up to six. Five points behind Chelsea, I think. Yeah, so it's top four on. Nine games to go. It's asking a, it's asking a lot. It's asking a lot. I I don't know, but it, it could we end up in Europa League places for sure. It's not what I want, but it's if you're gonna go for top four, that's something you're gonna have to consider that you might end up playing Europa League. God forbid that's not the case. God forbid we we miraculously make top four or there's some sort of collapse from either Leicester or Chelsea. Um, it's pretty much nailed on that United will finish second. It's nailed on Man City going to win the league. Um, the next Premier League game is Arsenal away. So that's going to be interesting. Um, but who knows, in three weeks' time, maybe Henderson... As a miraculous recovery from his groin injury, because a three week break a lot is a is a lot of time off, um, especially for Liverpool. And maybe Liverpool do need a reset, or maybe it might be a bad time to have a reset because now you're winning games. But uh, again, this Arsenal versus Liverpool game that we play in April is going to be at the Emirates, so the fact that it's away from home it might be significant for Liverpool. Um, but yeah, so technically after next week is international break. Um, I'm not sure what Klopp is going to do. Most of the pre- most Premier League teams have stated they're going to keep a team bubble and not release any players unless it's domestic and it's for England, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland, etc. If if is if is if is the case. If it's for the United Kingdom sides, then maybe Robertson will be gone. Maybe Trent. Uh, yeah, probably just them two might be on international break. Um, but I don't think Klopp will... But with this whole COVID bubble thing, um, I'm not sure that's going to work. Um, it's been announced that all South American World Cup fixtures will be postponed. So we don't have to worry about Alisson or Fabinho or Firmino going away. They would have to stay at Anfield on campus. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what's going to happen with Thiago and all the other stuff as well. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, it's, it'll be interesting. I'll, I'll have to read the press conference and see what happens there. Um, but yes, important Liverpool win. Again, another win away from home. And if we are all honestly going to make top four, we just need... We just have to keep, we need a win streak now, in all honesty. And we need Chelsea and Leicester to fall off. And when it comes to the running, who knows? Liverpool might miraculously make top four. Who, but, yeah, this is the situation we find ourselves in now. Or, or we win Champions League, which is even harder to do. But, yeah, um, it seems like we're slowly coming out of this little rut. Um, my man in the match for tonight. Oh boy. Uh, probably, probably Jota. I don't think anyone really stood out, but I'll give it to Jota for getting the clinical goal, for getting the crucial goal. Um, I'd probably give it to either Phillips or Kabak as well. They deserve honourable mentions. For being for playing well, really, um, and yeah, that's about it. That's about it. So yeah, Liverpool back to back wins. Good to see. Um, yeah, I don't want it to be three weeks until my next podcast, but unless some major news happens, which I can report on, this might be the last time I record an episode until April. So if you've managed to listen this far into the podcast. Thank you guys for listening to LFC Reactions. Like, share, subscribe. Um, support me. All of that. If you've been listening in, thank you for listening to my voice. And yeah, tune in next time. Uh, on When do we play? April 4th or something. April 4th, Arsenal away. A big away game. So yeah, thank you guys for listening to LFC Reactions. And peace.